0: All right, coast-to-coast combat hour, first one of 2020. Uh, Ed Carbajal is here, as as always, with Matt Hawkins, and uh, super happy (laughs) to have returning our guest, uh, returning guest, uh, Anthony Anthony Pretty Boy Taylor, who is a scientific fight at Bellator 238. What's up, Anthony?
1: Man, I'm feeling great. I'm excited, Ed
2: definitely
1: definitely definitely
2: last time we talked to you you had just come off your, uh, your <coughs> title win uh at, at uh urcc what uh what happened between now i think that was in august uh we talked to you shortly after then uh what happened between now and then to to make this happen with bellator
1: well i was initially supposed to fight um combate up in stockton but I found out by my manager, Alex. They said, oh, they scratch your card because mm. you're not Latino. I'm like, what? Oh, like, wow. I've on that card before. Like, last year of Stockton. Like, I never had an issue. And I'm probably the biggest name on that card. Like, are you serious? So I said, i pay no mind, but I stayed train- training. And then um, my coach... <clears throat> Sorry, my coach gives me a call. Hey, you're fighting Bellator against Chris Chavila. Let's do it. And there's a story behind this, right? So, I believe when was the form when um, Juan Archuleta fought Pitbull? What was September twenty eighth? Okay, so funny story, right? So, I'm at the form. I see Nick. I see Nick and Nate and Chris. I walk up to Nate and say, "Hey, Nate, man. Hey, good luck in your fight with Mazadoff. I'm looking forward to to watching you fight, man. I can't wait." Shook his hand. Everything was great. saw saw Nick. Shook his hand. I'm like, "What up, Nick? How's it going?" He's like, "Good, good." And as I walk up to Chris Avila, I've never, I've never met the guy in person. I just knew of him. I went to extend my hand. I like, "Hey, how's it going, man? Nice to meet you." He just mugged me like how Nate would like really? like and I looked up I'm like "Whoa, you see Nate you see Nate face He's like, "Ooh." so I said okay I'll see you in this I'll see you in combate you know this was mind you this was in September you yeah. know <laughs> so so then all of a sudden December comes Antonio's like hey you're fighting Chris Sevilla. I'm like, oh, snap. Okay, okay. Because come to find out the reason why Chris Sevilla dissed me was because I beat Brandon Famui for the title, who Brandon Famui beat Chris Sevilla at Bellator in San Jose. And that's why he was bitter.
0: That doesn't even make any sense, though. <laughs> like, like I mean, it doesn't make any sense for him to be angry. <clears throat> Just, is, is I mean, is that guy a friend of his or something?
1: No, they're best friends. They're like buddy buddies. Oh, okay. His like, no, but really, like, I hear so much bad things about Chris Avila. Like, they say he's stuck up, he's an asshole, excuse my mm. language. He's always talking mass, trying to fight people when he's with Nick. Like, he tries to be a wannabe Nick. Mm. And it's it's like, you'll hear so many bad reviews about that dude. And now I'm here fighting, wanting. I'm going to knock him out.
0: <laughs> Good man. I mean, well, one thing for sure is that, like, uh, I mean, whatever you've been doing, you got to keep doing as far as because you got you're you're on a four fight win streak yourself. You know, uh, obviously, you, whatever you've you've been doing is what what uh, one of the many reasons that uh, Bel, you know, Bellator wanted to bring you back in. Outside of, I mean, them, them being in your neck of the woods. So I mean, um, I just you know don't. I hope you. It's not overly personal for you that it's a distraction. You know what I mean? Right, like you...
1: right. Yeah, I see what you're saying. It it was at one point, but Antonio had to calm me down. He was like, "Yo, don't don't let it get get to you. Stick with the game plan. Yeah, focus. Stay with the game plan. Yeah, I
2: mean you're coming off four four wins in a row. Uh, he's kind of on the other side of the the globe with his record, he's one in six in his last seven. Now, obviously MMA has proven that that doesn't, that doesn't necessarily mean anything. uh, As you point out, he lost to a guy who you had a tough fight with uh, for a title uh, in your last fight. Um, Where has Bellator told you anything beyond this? Is this one of those one fight deals and you kind of win and, and you, and you, and you assume you keep going with them. Uh, Is that how this is
1: working out with them? I'm not, I'm not sure. You know, Antonio McKee tells me, one fight at a time. You just never know what Bellator is going to do. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, let me take my time. Let me focus on this one fight. Because <coughs> um, when I fought Brandon Fabui I wasn't in shape. I probably took that fight back in July took the fight on that notice in July. I wasn't in the best shape. So I wasn't able to use a, utilize my wrestling at the time. You know, wrestling takes up a lot of energy more than mm-hmm. striking. So I said, shoot. I know mm-hmm. my, grap- my grappling is going to tire me out. So I just kept it standing with Brandon Fahmui and now strike them, and became champ. <laughs> <laughs> so I just drunk some of this drink and it got to me.
0: That's um, alright. Um,
1: I'm, just, I'm just right now Antonio's like, "Hey, take this one fight. The money's gonna come. Don't worry about it. Don't get caught up with the James Gallagher idea of rematching him. Just take it one fight at a time
0: yeah no i I think that sound advice, especially coming from him um I saw uh a couple of days uh it was like i know we 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 messaged each other over the weekend when the news broke, and then uh I saw it was either uh yesterday or the day before that folks were Coming at you because of the whole Caesar Gracie affiliation and and stuff like that. And um, uh, but the matchup seems sound. I saw even um, uh, Chris Len who fights for uh Bellator was even uh, liked the matchup and complimented you on how well you guys uh match up together. You guys trained together before?
1: Oh uh, no, well, me and Chris we had our we had our little history back in time. Like like we didn't like each other just mm-hmm. due to I had a big name at the time and Chris was. Just now getting into Bellator, and he wanted my name. He wanted my seat. You know, eventually I fell out with Bellator. You know, lost fights. You know, I, I was I had to go fight other places to make my way. Chris <coughs> Chris came in and started fighting for Bellator. So, you know, me and Chris had our beef because he wanted my shot, my spot at the table. And you know, eventually I gave it up, and you know, me and him became cool. You know, we're cool. We're cool folks. You know, if we had to fight, you know, it'll be nothing but love between me and Chris. Nothing but respect and nothing but honor if we do fight. You know, but Chris seems cool. I've never trained with him. I love to train with him. You know, fortunately, he's all the way in Oregon, I believe so. Yeah. And, you know, I'm just, I'm just training right now. I'm just training hard with Antonio. Antonio is doing an amazing job getting me back in fight shape.
2: I noticed on uh, social media, Facebook and such, you were kind of flirting with the idea of it seemed like you announcing uh, something coming up in the near future. How long have you known about this fight? Um, you talked about taking the last one on late notice. Uh, how's your weight going to be for this one? I, I imagine, you know, training with those killers, You're, you're gonna, they're going to have you ready. But uh, what uh, what where are you at physically and how long have you known about this? Did you get a little bit of a heads up? I found out December 2nd. Mm. Okay. Okay. So you've had a month before you 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 let the public know.
1: Right. 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 And he was telling me, "Don't say nothing to nobody until Bellator gives me the green light until you get the contract." And Amanda was telling me the same thing. Um, right now, this is my right now. This is my six week training. My six week of the training camp. Right now, mm-hmm. um, we train. We train about six days a week, twice a day. For two hours. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's hard. It's very hard. Um, especially the guys I'm going with. Baby Slice yeah. is very heavy and strong. Joey Davis, man, trying to grapple with him, trying to get up and survive. Like, Man, it's, it's hell. When you're grappling with Joey Davis and Baby Slice and Marlon McGee and kind of Hyatt and Adrian, it is hell. Then you got striking with AJ. You gotta stay on your feet and toes because if you don't, you know what AJ does.
0: Yeah. You know,
1: so I'm I'm preparing myself in so many ways that I know he's not training. He doesn't have <clears throat> he doesn't have a AJ McKee in his camp. He doesn't have a Joey Davis in his camp. He doesn't have an Antonio McKee in his camp. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have a Baby Slice in his camp. You know, he doesn't have those type of guys. You know, I know that I'm a better fighter than than Chris. I'm going to destroy this man and let Bellator know that I'm here to stay. Yeah. Because when I got with Bellator, I got thrown in the fire. There, were, there won't, there wasn't no player development, fighter development. Like, okay, mm-hmm. let's match him up with his record. Oh no, okay, one and two, okay, two and two, three. And you, nope. Fought a guy from AKA five and one, bam Gallagher five and zero, Borik nine and zero, and I'm like, yo, this is my first fight, but <laughs> hey, I had no choice; I had to prove my worth. And yeah, to, yeah,
0: yeah. It's not like you said myself. no, yeah, yeah. It's not like you could have said no back then, and then have them never think about you again. So I think everything you're doing is right, man. I mean, it's super. Uh, uh, one of the things I always say to Matt that's that's most admirable about you is that I mean, not only are you consistent with your training and improving your skill set for, for fighting. But I mean, uh, you're, you're always super assertive about just getting yourself out there, you know, in, in the, in the whole landscape of the sport, not just in the fighting aspect. So right. uh, that's one thing that I think, I mean, I always, I always tell folks, I mean, if you're not watching Anthony Taylor, pay attention to him cause, uh, he's, it's, it's a, he's a smart kid. Um, but one of the things, uh, that, uh, I wanted to ask you because you've been developing so much, um, looking at both record, you and Avila's record, I mean, you're on a four fight win streak. I mean, he, I, I'm not sure. I mean, maybe it was, uh, you could look at it as a positive. They're bringing you in because he's not coming off of, a, uh, wins himself. He's actually got a few losses in a row. And, um, it looks like, I mean, he, he seems to be tough to put away, but it looks like he's been outpointed in most of his fights. So, um, I don't know how far, like as far as preparation goes for you, cause, um, like, are you watching tape on him or are you letting Antonio handle everything as far as the game plan? How are you guys preparing for this?
1: Well, I'm kind of like Rampage. Me and Rampage, you know, I, I you know, I was, Rampage and me kind of have a similar style. Like, we don't like watching vide- videotape because everybody's different from their mm-hmm. last fight. They're not going to be the same fighter that i seen them fight in that fight. They're going to be different. Antonio watches the footage you see the habits four fights into his career. And you see the habits, he, you know, he's like, yo, you're going to hurt this dude. This dude has no power. <laughs> you know, he fights like Nate. I mean, think about it. I mean, you ain't no Nate Diaz. That's a damn sure. And I saw mm-hmm. the way you fought Brandon Fahmoo. You're sloppy. No power between those punches. He's never really finished nobody besides his debut and when he fought for Bellator up in Hawaii against a 10 and 11 guy, which is pathetic. That's mm-hmm. the only finishes he has, only two finishes. Out of how many fights he had, he's like, what, like 15 fights two finishes? Yeah. You know, um, I'm coming here to really hurt him, like hurt him because me getting back to Bellator is what's really going to prove a statement. My goals and I tell everybody this straight up is to fight James Gallagher in a rematch. That's my goals. And it means yeah. getting through Chris Avila, and so be it. I don't I don't care for what he's fighting for or who he's protecting. You get in that cage, you you're in my way to where I need to be if I have to kill you to get in that way, to get where I need to be, then so be it. You know, I don't wish harm on nobody, but if it's coming down to it, then I have to do what I have to do. And Antonio is preparing me. You know, I got AJ preparing me, Joey preparing me. And, you know, you train hard to make it look easy.
0: You know, uh, uh, before Matt jumps in, I just wanted to uh, say one more thing. Because this is probably the most focused I've ever noticed you too for the for this fight. Um, so, are you gonna? As far as because I know you're you. I mean, anyone that's followed your other fights elsewhere, sometimes you do some stuff during the lead up to bring eyeballs to or attention to the to the fight. Um, are you are you still gonna? Are you still going to run that vibe during fight week, or are you so focused that you're just trying to do the weigh-ins and get to the first bell?
1: Oh, absolutely! You know, I want to engage, but I'm trying to engage with Chris, mm-hmm. but he's not engaging mm-hmm. with me. And it's okay; he did he hasn't even post the fight the fight really on his page. But <clears throat> besides the story, but he's not an engager on social media. Um, but. I'm okay with playing the bad the bad guy role. i played it my whole career. Mm-hmm. Budapest, Ireland, London, you know. I'm the Triple H. I like playing the Triple H role. <laughs> you know, that bad guy. You know, because you need that guy who's coming in to whoop your butt. You know, when I talk smack, no one can't say I'm Conor McGregor because I'm the Irish. When mm-hmm. I talk smack, no one can't say I'm Floyd Mayweather because I'm not a boxer. Mm-hmm. So I can take bits and parts from both of those guys. Even from Ric Flair and Triple H and The Rock, and put it into something special yeah. and make a character. Because in MMA, you need to make a character for you to be noticed.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. Bellator
1: definitely gives you the
2: opportunity for that. Um, you know, be, I, being one of the prelims, you won't get the extravagant walkout, but you know, that, that'll that be something that, that can come with time and, and they'll give you a chance to promote yourself there. You know, looking at your record, and I think I might've said something about this last time, you, you know, you've got four wins in a row. Uh, you started your career off a, 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 on a slower note, but as you as you say, you, you fought killers. Um, does it does it help create confidence in you when you see how well James Gallagher and Adam Boricks have done? I mean, is that something, I mean, I'm sure it's not something you sit and dwell on, but when you look back at those losses, is it a little easier to take seeing them on your record uh, as opposed to having Boritz be on like a four fight losing streak right now. Um, Uh. I mean, I mean, does that is, you know, I don't know. I'm just trying to get into the mentality of a fighter. Is it something you look (coughs) back and go, I lost those fights, but I lost to some fucking good dudes. I I, I'm not losing to some bums. Now my record is a little bit uh, stressed, you know, because of, it shows a couple losses on it, but I'm not fighting bums. I I'm, I'm on a, I'm on the, I'm on the up and come, you know?
1: Right, no, kind of, you know, yes and no. I mean, have you seen the fight with me
2: and Bulrich? I mean, I remember it back then. I, I haven't watched it since. Honestly, if you,
1: if you if you watch it and you see the confidence of my striking, I pretty much kicked his butt. Striking, uh-huh. he, I didn't, I didn't let him establish kicking because I moved around a lot. I was lateral in, out, side side and out, so he couldn't really set up, so I was very difficult for him. but as far as those fights, I was very immature and green, you know, I was yeah. a green fighter, those guys been doing jiu-jitsu, whatever for his life, Gallagher, Fobricks was doing his Muay Thai and um, kickboxing, and he was training in the States at the time, you know, I just came in a uh, pure athleticism and talent, you know, I didn't have no really proper training, you know, and remind you, I fought Gallagher in December of of, two, of 2016. I got with Antonio in April of 2016 mm. as an amateur. So my, you know, my career was kind of short when I fought Gallagher, but With the experience I have now, I have no problem beating them both. Again, (laughs) even though I lost, those two, you know, it's you learn from it. Yeah. You know, I lost two good guys. I mean, you look at Mazadov, He lost a lot of people in in Bellator. And, you know, people don't – you don't dwell on it. You know, but you can look back and – you can choose to have the opportunity if you want to fight them again or not
0: mhm yeah no That's, man abs- yeah absolutely man i mean one of the things like i said i mean you, i've definitely watched enough of your fights from uh from gallagher to to now when you fought at, at combate and stuff like that to see the evolution that you've put yourself through and like you said losses are lessons and and you've definitely learned from them um uh what would you say though like i i know you said you're like rampage but Uh, what would you say is this? Is because I remember when we first talked, you were really into the submission game, and it looks like now, like, like I mean, it looked like there was a a point there where you were just wearing dudes out with your wrestling and counter striking. So, like, I mean, do you think you've just grown so much as an overall mixed martial artist, or do you, or have you developed a certain strength in one aspect of the game that that's been helping you get back to this point now?
1: Well, on top that, that that's a good question because. You know, when I first got in the game, I came in as a striker. Mm-hmm. You know, I had no ground game when I fought Gallagher or Bowlings. Um, <clears throat> but I dedicated, you know, all my four losses were five losses. Comes from submission. One, mm. to K.O. You know, I dedicated my three years. A straight grappling hard jiu wrestling Man handling I If you if you look at it Two people I kind of Like look at Antonio McKee If you notice My, my style is like Antonio McKee I strike if I have to but I'm going to take you down with the opportunity mm-hmm. Also If you look at Derek Campos we kind of have a similar Style You know well, bang, we got heart, but we'd rather take you down and just wear you out because I'm a wear and tear, granted, I'm I'm a grinder. So we're kind of similar, and it helped out AJ because, like I said, me and Derek Campos have a similar fighting style. We're not flashy. We're not counter punchers. We're just very durable, and we're grinders. So I... I did a lot of soul searching and my ground game was had to be improved because mm. <laughs> me being submitted that many times was unacceptable and I knew what I had to work on. I had to understand jiu <laughs> I had to understand the positions I were in that I was getting caught in, how to defend them, you know, how to put people in them. I had to understand the move to learn how to get out the move and I did two to three years of learning that nice. with the grappling and now when I go in the fight, I mean, when people look me up, I mean, you only see a couple fights on YouTube. All they see is Gallagher and Mike Hells. when I fought him in Bama. You, you just see me striking, and then if you see Mike Hells, I'm just grappling. So there's not a lot of footage on me for a person to be like, oh, he's this or he's that. hmm because once you fight me, you're like, oh, crap, he's actually grappling. I thought he was on the strike. Now you're done for. You know? So, I have a good game plan for this fight. And I'm very confident in my ability. You know? I'm I'm just... I'm overly confident. And that's good. You know I mean? You look at a lot of fighters. MVP, all these other guys. AJ. Yeah. Matriki, they're all confident.
2: No, and I mean, I think that's what's that's what's really cool about you is that you've you've <clears throat> embraced the learning aspect and 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 moving up and and. Uh... You know, obviously you want Gallagher. That's that's been stated uh, many times. And and I think that uh, that's something that's definitely in your future. You know, I mentioned those early losses earlier. And just a a point of fact, you know, you got this card headlined by Cyborg and Julia Budd. Mm. Cyborg lost her very first pro fight. And Julia Budd was KO'd by Amanda Nunes 14 seconds into her second pro fight. So it's just that's kind of more where I was going when when you're fighting top level competition early those losses seem to be more of a, a learning experience as you said mm-hmm. um i i don't uh as somebody who's watched a lot of fighters come up and obviously i'm not a fighter like you but um i i think that might be better for your career uh in the long run maybe not so much the short run than if you had fought in a couple trash men that you would have you finished in 35 seconds uh in your second or sure. third fight you know so it adds to that. Um, I mean, Bellator's really stacked this card. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I know Ed's uh, got got something for for Valerie Lareda, uh, but uh, she was just added to the card. Uh, so, so I know Ed will be streaming the weigh-in. But uh, you know, uh, Raymond Daniels. It's got to be exciting. I mean, I know you got your fight and that's your focus, but when you start seeing all these other names around you getting added to a, a card, that's got to be something. That's got to be cool. I mean, you're, yeah. you're fighting, you're, you're fighting price fighting. It's got to be awesome to be surrounded oh, by, by such a great I, card.
1: I, you know, if I had to choose, if I wanted to fight on a card, I like fighting overseas. Mm. I, I would choose to fight overseas. <laughs> Why? Because. More the tensions on the American. You, you're not going to send a bunch of American fighters to fight in the England card. they are not, not going to send three to four fighters to fight on the Ireland card or Budapest or Italy. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. And when you're that only American fighting on the European card, everybody from America, okay, let's represent for this American. You know, um, I'm excited to be on this card. I'm excited to share the stage with some other big names you know i was once the biggest name in bellator at one point you know <laughs> but you gotta make your make your way back up to the top and it's going to take time
0: yeah yeah no absolutely man i agree with you i mean uh not for nothing when i saw the news i i, I... I know I'm supposed to be impartial, or whatever. But I was super excited for you when I saw you got Thank your you. name on this card, man. I mean, I know you put in the work and everything. I mean, you know, we've spoken privately about other things, like looking what you should do. Uh, you know, uh, as far as like looking for fights and the struggles of. I mean, I remember reaching out to Combate when that fight got scratched, and uh, you know, they they kind of blew me off too. Um, oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> I got I got like a like a non-answer is what I'll say. <laughs> I got like like, a, you know, they didn't I, I didn't get the details that, that you got, but I was just like, oh, OK, uh, you know, I was looking for that fight and then it, it just it never came to fruition and you kind of just filled in all the all the gaps for me. But so talking about being excited, I mean, we're in a new decade, new year, 2020, you're fighting in the in the so uh, sometimes I get into like numerology and astrological stuff and it's kind of cool that. You're fighting Bellator's first event of the year, first month of the year, and and I think you're the first fight on the card. Is that right?
1: I it might be Valerie or Raymond or possibly me, but that's mm-hmm. okay. we'll say. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, but that's got to. I mean, on top of what Matt said, I mean, that's got to. Outside of just being back where where you where you've uh, you've been wanting to be back fighting in a while, that's got to be uh, like like I I know. You said Antonio told you to just stay focused one fight at a time. But, I mean, h- how hard is it to keep your, your your energy levels as far as, like, being focused versus, you know, getting all jitters and nervous because, oh, oh I'm fighting on Veltor again? Mm-hmm. How, it, has it been difficult?
1: I think a lot of it is more of excitement for you. you like, calm down. Get too excited. Don't do too much. <laughs> just Relax. It's more me jumping for joy and practice, like, yeah, yeah, Bellator, <laughs> Bellator, I'm back, I'm back. And he's like, Yo, calm down, calm down. Let's <laughs> when these fights first, Yeah, and then we celebrate more. You know, Antonio does a lot of good job. He does yeah. a really well job when it comes to managing us fighters. I mean, to, when you look at Antonio, how he is building AJ, how he built AJ up, you know, he did it the right way. When you look at Joey Davis, Joey Davis did, is doing it the right way. Joey Davis is a, is a, a four time division two undefeated wrestler for four years. You know, if they wanted to, they'd go to him and like, okay, you're fighting top five guys because you're a national champ. They ran Larkins, AVP, hmm. Doug Sleeman, Rory, all those other guys, bitch. You know? And, Antonio's like, yo, let's get him on development. He's young. Why put him in there and have him take all this damage fighting these guys who are a lot older? Let's build it up like AJ and let him become a star when he's ready. Yeah. You know, so Antonio's doing a really good job at promoting us and really looking out for us. Because at the end of the day, when you retire, it's all about your health and wealth.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I,
1: I, when I look at, when I look back into my journey, you know, this is my... I let, going into my 12th fight, I never took damage in a fight. <laughs> I, I can honestly say I've never really been really hit in my face at all. Gallagher didn't really hit me. Hallwerks didn't hit me. I just got submitted. You know, when I fought other fights, I've never been, like, knocked down or anything. I'm fortunate that I'm able to... Get up and say, "Hey, I can train another day, another fight. Hey, I can fill in a two weeks notice." You know, unfortunately, I'm very blessed to say I can do that. You know, and Antonio's training is helping us get better and see things for what it is. And he's also teaching us because he's been doing MMA for about 25 years, Mm. and he's so experienced he knows the game. So he's teaching us: don't do this, don't do that. All right, do this. Don't mess around with that. So Antonio is really giving us all the information that he messed up back then that yeah. he now knows, okay, he sees.
2: It seems like you guys really got a real tight family atmosphere there. Yeah. Uh, obviously, he's he's coaching his son, so there is family. But um, from an outside perspective, when I've seen the, your team together at events, it seems like it's really a, a tight-knit group. It seems like you guys are all buddies uh, you know, it, it, that's got to be I mean, it's got to be cool to be able to train like that. And no, I mean, I don't know if there's animosity between anybody or I mean, I'm sure there's competitive, but it just seems like you guys are a bunch of good friends that are learning how to fight from a somebody who's been through all the wars. And, and I, I just think that's really cool uh, in this day and age to, to see that developing
1: with the fight team. I mean, absolutely. I mean, we're we're all family first because we eat together we go out together. (laughs) And Antonio, it's proven that he can make champions. You know, when he had Bob Sapp. A lot of people didn't know that. Antonio used to train Bob Sapp back in his pride days. Mm. You know? Antonio trained Rampage back in his pride days. You know? Antonio had Emmanuel Newton. who became a champion. Oh, yeah. You know? He had Eddie... um, Jesse Juarez you know, back when he was King of the Cage champion, walked away, you know, he had Brett Cooper, Bubba Jenkins, and Aaron Pico, you know, so it's proven that what he teaches success. You know, and we're family here. Regardless, even if Pico left, he's still family. Oh yeah. Regardless if Bubba Jenkins left and he went to <coughs> brave FC and he's training somewhere else, mm-hmm. he's still family. You yeah. know? So there's no animosity towards nobody in the gym or or fighters or you know fighters that used to train with us. It's more with Antonio, hey, if I'm not the guy for you, I wish you the best.
0: Yeah. But
1: love and prosper for you and your family. Because all I want is to see you healthy for your family. And that's how Antonio will get get by by saying
0: that. Yeah, man. I mean, that's something. It's funny you're you're mentioning that because I actually just had a similar conversation with with my instructor and stuff we got going on in my academy out here in Jersey. And uh, I mean, you know, it, it's just if if you're if you're with a positive group that you're training with and stuff like that. I mean, it, it becomes like family, and that energy. You know, you kind of feed off of each other. As long as you keep a positive vibe and a supportive vibe like that. Yeah. Even if folks have to go do whatever they got to do for whatever reason. So, I mean, and that, it that's was crazy.
1: What's crazy is even though a lot of those fighters I mentioned in name. Yeah. yeah. I told that no longer tra- <laughs> trains with us. Antonio is in contact with them all the time. He talks to them. Yeah. He's still their friend. Hey, I might not be your coach, but we're still going to be buddies and family.
0: Yeah, that that's I'm great, still,
1: man. I'm I'm still here for you if you need me. My door is always open.
0: That's Just great, man. Know. Yeah, I mean that that's that's the way it should be too. There shouldn't be any beef like that. I mean, otherwise cuz you know, you never know what's going to happen in the future, you know. Folks could come back or or maybe you might have to go train wherever they're training cuz you're in the area, you know. And and that only helps each other grow. That only helps the 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 team grow as martial artists. Um uh i know uh matt's gonna be there uh for the event because he's on he's on your nice. coast so uh i mean uh, that's it for me man o- outside of my uh you know wishing you luck and 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 congratulations for for getting the thank fight you, Thank you. um so uh, that's it for me though i don't know if you have anything else for for anthony matt
2: no same thing just want to wish him a happy new year best of luck uh i'll be at the fight um I don't know if you drink beer or eat hot dogs, but
1: Well,
2: if I run into you afterwards after the fight and, uh, something looks good, uh, I'll be happy to treat you, uh, again, I, I appreciate you coming on the show, uh, supporting yes. us, uh. And we look forward, we said it at the end of our last show, uh, as we wound up, uh, 2019, uh, listing off the fighters that, that had come on this show and, um, a lot of younger up and coming guys. And, uh, we just look forward to watching your career develop, uh, you putting away one of these, uh, scrap pack dudes and, uh, just, uh, just big things to come, man. Uh, I, I look yeah. forward, you know, especially being here on the West coast with Bellator, I get to attend a ton of events. So I look forward to, uh, to being there and watching it. Um, Throw out your, uh, your handles, uh, sponsors, anything you got,
1: my man. Um, egg weights. Let's see. Atlanta Egg Whites. Um, high five therapy. Let's see. Who else? TC1 Jail. And that should be it. Oh, um, Roy Kim, um, doctor's office. <laughs> 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 um, uh, let's see. PG Sports, my boy and um future venom you know we, we venom had a talk
0: <laughs> oh nice, we can, nice. Say, we
1: can say that but yeah. <laughs> how about and your people, uh, twitter handle oh my twitter is um anthony underscore for real um facebook anthony pretty boy taylor instagram anthony underscore pretty boy Ooh. awesome well
2: best of luck uh and and fans can always catch us at combat hour on twitter coast-to-coast combat hour on instagram myself at mma hawk 21 on twitter and instagram Uh, follow ed at carbazal on twitter and carb on instagram best of luck man look forward to uh, watching your fight in a couple weeks and uh happy new year (laughs) i appreciate it we'll talk soon
0: all right all right cool all right bye hey guys ed here east coast side of the coast to coast combat hour podcast if you like what we're doing make sure you subscribe on youtube and anywhere you listen to podcasts also if you'd like to help us out and donate uh the support links are in any of the uh podcast descriptions and in some of the links are also provided on our youtube channel the Blogboard jungle um thanks again for listening and if you give us some support we'll give you a shout out on the podcast maybe uh Bring you on for a UFC pay-per-view breakdown or two. Thanks again.